Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> Stop it. <laughs> Jesus come on, Christ, come on. <laughs> Mama, take this title from me. I can't hold it anymore. God. It's getting dark, too dark to wrestle. Terrible. Feels like I'm knocking on the forbidden door. Hey. Knock, knock, knock on the forbidden door. Ooh. Hey, hey. On the forbidden door, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by. You didn't get the reference. Yeah, what was the reference? I didn't. Uh, Adam Nicholas didn't quite. Culture. Didn't get that one. It just went straight over my head. That. <laughs> you honestly you weren't there this morning. When I went. It's been a really busy day today. Got loads of stuff to do. Blah blah blah. Um, busy weekend coming up, Ooh, and I genuinely father. sat there and Googled, yeah, first world Life's problems. really difficult for me. I genuinely sat there this morning and Googled. <laughs> I'm going to come up with a song. Oh, I hate me job. Oh, no, wait, I love me job. <laughs> my, my search history reads songs about doors. <laughs> I don't want to know your search nah, history. Never start a sentence oh. to me with my search history, because I know it's going to be bad things. Oh, dear. Anyway, I'm joined by Phil and Nicholas. Talk all that goings on this week. I've seen your algorithm, Will. Mm. <laughs> Not mine. And it's broken. That's the work account, that is. It's worse when I've, you've lived his algorithm. That's worse. <laughs> every day. Every single day. What's it, 14 days now I've been here? <laughs> Just about? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling <laughs> <laughs> the algorithm is real. <laughs> anyway, we're here to look ahead to this weekend's Forbidden Door pay-per-view, oh, of course. Oh, that was it. Oh, yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> but before we get <laughs> into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Cool Dressing on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, for daily wrestling podcasts. We review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a quiz, of course, 
on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined you by the. You managed to fit three gimmicks into your intro so far. I'm disappointed. You, you just definitely really, get more. In the there. NXT one has all the gimmicks, <laughs> but you have to listen to that special one because I know it's maybe not as popular as some of the others. <laughs> <laughs> but Don't I give it something. I am joined by the award-winning pairing. Hey. Of Phil Chambers and Adam Nicholas once we again. We put the band back together. Yeah, we did. Two weeks in a row. This is... I know, right? Wow. Um, but yes, Phil, Forbidden Doors this weekend, myself and Michael Hamlet will be doing the live stream for it on our YouTube channel on Sunday night into Monday morning slash lunchtime slash afternoon, knowing the way these bloody shows go. <laughs> uh, so do join us for that one. But it's a little bit cursed, this pay-per-view, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, Dan Housen has been out on this pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, injuries, injuries, and a few more injuries, pretty much, has been the story of this build. And just really confusing stories that were weirdly complicated that didn't really need to be. Um, but also, amazing matches at the end of it, yeah. let's face it. Um, but the latest one is Tomohiro Ishii is out, so... Uh, Clark, Clark Connors, Connors yeah. that's Clark his name. Connors. I, I was like just thinking Joseph Connors, Joseph yeah. Connors, Joseph Connors. Which no, is, not that one. Well, he also looks a little bit like there's a picture <laughs> of him with super yeah. long hair. Yeah, he does a little bit. He looks bit. pretty similar on the one picture I saw. So he's in the Atlantic title championship. We've got the mystery opponent, obviously, because Daniel Brian Danielson is out. Uh, and we've got the interim championship because CM Punk is out. Yes. Yeah, not gone well. No, exactly. I mean, uh, to be fair, uh, we talked in more detail. If you want a really sort of extended preview with all the matches talked about with myself and the Dadley Boys, that's available as a podcast right now, wherever you get your podcast from. I think anyone who started this podcast is already not expecting in-depth analysis. From <laughs> Sitting podcast. there with a pipe and some slippers. Go on then, break <laughs> each match down for me, boys. What could possibly give you that idea, <laughs> Philip? This is highbrow stuff. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, in terms of just, just glancing at this, we've sort of talked a little bit about on the news, obviously, me and you, Phil, about, about Osprey and Orange Cassidy, for example. Uh, we've just, literally, me and the Dadley Boys have just recorded a podcast that I think is going to go out tomorrow uh, on here, uh, and the video is going to be on our YouTube channel as well, regarding the replacement for Brian Danielson. Is it as obvious as people seem to think it is? If it's not, they've probably got a problem because mm. they've done that thing again where AW has got the internet all hyped up and they've done this many times before and everyone goes uh, as one-on-one and gets 53,000. Um, so if it's not Cesaro right now, it's, it's going to be disappointing, surely. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Like, even, you know, Johnny Gargano is a different kind of surprise, isn't yeah. he? And he is in Chicago this weekend, which doesn't help matters <laughs> when people see him flying in or whatever it may be. I think yeah, he's at fine some, if it was Johnny Gargano. He's at some conference or something, isn't he? But, yeah, it just, Cesaro fits so perfectly in this role of, of both hard bastard for blood and guts and the stuff he's got with Eddie Kingston. And also, it's quite good technically for Zack Sabre Jr., isn't he? Quite good. Quite good, yeah. <laughs> slight understatement, but I think it has, it has to be Cesaro. And not only because of all the reasons you just said, but because AEW cares more about WWE's continuity <laughs> than WWE cares about it. And remember, Brian and Cesaro were good friends and had the matches and stuff, and it was all tied into Roman Reigns before Brian went. It makes perfect sense. And um, as much as I'd like to see Gargano, by the way, I wouldn't, wouldn't be disappointed by that, but I just think Cesaro is the right fit. Like... They are they pride themselves on being these technical wrestlers. The whole point of the match with Zack Sabre Jr. is technical wrestling. And then like Phil says, of course, the stuff with Eddie Kingston as well for Blood and Guts is gonna be perfect, right? Mm. Yeah, it it just it seems to write itself, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Like the history's there, the story's there, and then 
I have no idea what they do with Cesaro after that, whether they keep him on. I mean, they absolutely should. He's absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, they add him into Blackpool Combat Club, whether they do oh. a thing where he turns on them all or they turn on him at some point. This is the problem, though, because, as you mentioned, the, because of the hype, because of the, the expectation that's come with it, yes, you can't help it when a pay-per-view is cursed. Y- you can, though, help it if you had just not booked it as convolutedly as they had. It could have just been as simple as... Here's the two bosses. They pick the, the, the yeah. matches, and then when you make switches, it wouldn't seem like it required as much thought or yeah. as much process to it. But I think the bigger problem that we've got here in terms of like Cesaro coming on board is great, but then what do you do with them after that? That's been the thing that people have been getting a little bit frustrated with because you can't possibly give all these people the storylines you want. <laughs> and yeah. ultimately, there's a guy who you want at the top of the card, and, and does Cesaro walk into this company and be at the top of the card? No is the is the simple answer. Yeah, but then they've got so many titles that <laughs> maybe fits in one of those slots. But then you can't put them all on telly, and this is part of the bigger problem. It's we've in got. quite well into the All Atlantic. Well, he, he is definitely does. All yeah. Atlantic. He's very European. He is he? very <laughs> European. <laughs> it's also Which in America means all of it. Like, <laughs> you doesn't matter where you're from. It's he Europe. is Europe. Yeah. You, sh- you should have seen the look. <laughs> you should have seen the look on uh, on Sidge's eyes as well on the Rampage preview today. You know. We already know his feelings about the All Atlantic Championship and the complete mm-hmm. lack of trio titles right now. And then tonight on Rampage, you've got this new team, which is apparently really good, and I I, I love the sound of it um, with uh, with Deven, Serena Deven, Mercedes Martinez teaming up on tonight's Rampage. And then you're like, wait, we're we getting women's tag titles as well, <laughs> and he's just, the blood sort of just drains out of his face because it's like AW's already kind of got too many titles just in AEW as is. You know, yeah. it was fine when it was men's, women's, TBS, TNT, tag. And then, like, and now they're all Atlantic. You're like, well, we didn't need that. And then the women's. And then the trios is finally going to cross the line eventually. Yeah. It's just... The trios awesome. one at this point is the only one that makes sense to still add at this point because mm. you get six people on TV in one match for that. <laughs> That's a and lot so, of people. And you're not going to do You've the WWE massive thing. card. And you're not going to do the WWE thing of, like... Uh, do you want to be a three? Do you want to, like, they're yeah. already half of the There's already, already there, loads yeah. of bloody threes in there that are already made for it. But wouldn't it be typical that once they get these trios titles, how many injured trios are we going to get? <laughs> that's true, <laughs> yeah. Because that's three people who could get injured in one team, and as soon as one's gone, you've got to draft somebody else hey, in there. But once you've got one injured and you've got a mystery partner, yeah. Tony Khan's favourite yeah. thing. Uh, or you put two people <laughs> who don't like each other together. Can they coexist? <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> Um, In terms of this IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match, uh, Jay White not defending against Hangman Page or Adam Cole, but both of them. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Kazuchika Okada, Mm -hmm. just about bloody time. (laughs) Who do you think leaves as as the world champ? Because there's there's a suggestion that maybe they flip it back to Okada, but that's also kind of... Not very New Japan-y in terms of flipping it back to someone just days or weeks after he's lost it. But then the other guys are, are AEW, and uh, we'll get into the whole thing with the interim AEW championship in due course. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no doubt this is going to be, despite how convoluted it's been to get to it, one of the matches of the night. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. But I also can't help but imagine the other versions of this that we could have had, like... Specifically for me, I was really into the idea of Paige and Okada. Like, I'm sure a lot of people probably were. Mm. Yeah. I, it's weird. Adam Cole hasn't been landing for me in AEW the way I would like. I don't know if he's doing anything different or wrong. It's just it's not landing the way I want it to land. 
Uh, but Jay White, though, to me, I, I love Jay White. I think there's so much he could do. But it's weird that he, he did. He did. I mean, Hamlet were talking about this. He did like what Edge did to uh, Pete Dunne and Finn Balor. Only maybe worse. <laughs> like, he turned up and was like, "Hey, you know, when you have this match, uh, maybe I'll pick you for the thing." And then he doesn't pick them. And <laughs> goes and has a match against Roman at Mania. Jay White just flat out goes, "Nope, not you two, <laughs> not you two. And then ends up in a match with them both and another one. And it's just like. Why would you? Why would you even do that? Mm. It doesn't make sense. Like it, in AEW, we can you know we love AEW here, what culture? But when it's that stuff doesn't make sense, man. <laughs> and it, you're writing it, so it's not like it happened by accident. You were aware of the things that were going to come, and they're just yeah. I'm sure as a card, we're going to have a good time. But like Phil said before as well, like the, the convoluted nature of how we're trying to get here. It's just made it feel a bit like, ah, oh, can we just get to the pay-per-view already? <laughs> Especially because, I've said this before, but I'd love to get your thoughts on it. Um, it was, a, what, a month, basically, between this and, and Double or Nothing. Yeah. And all it really needed, for once, the amount of times WWE do this when we roll our eyes, but for once, all it needed was picture of Okada, picture of Hamang Page. There you go. <laughs> I don't need yeah. a story, I don't need anything. You just go, who's the best? Yeah, absolutely. It's... Uh, it's difficult, but it's like you go into this Forbidden Door pay-per-view, your mind immediately goes to dream matches. Like, that's the point of this, surely, is, like, wish fulfillment of things that you never actually thought you'd get to see, putting your favourites of AEW against your favourites of New Japan. And you go through the card, and maybe with the exception of Moxley Tanahashi, mm. are any of them, like, dream matches? They're all Os- going to be Osprey good Cassidy matches. Osprey Cassidy is fascinating. Osprey Cassidy is fascinating. But if you had Osprey, if you said the dream match if for... You pick any, put, put anyone against Osprey or put anyone against Cassidy, they're not the two people you'd... Yeah. Although I do together. think that's going to be great, oh, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, none of them are much. And it's difficult because yeah. you don't have Punk, you don't have yeah. like uh, Brian, two of the ones that immediately spring to mind when, when it comes to dream matches, especially with New Japan because they've never got the chance to do it before. So like things fall in the way and then you've got politics between the two companies, that's the which thing is also gotta, difficult. But the massive thing you've got to take into account is the politics, isn't it? Which I guess is why maybe we are where we are because I wonder yeah. if it was just taking them a while to finalise the card and you obviously can't stop the show every week so they have to just keep doing telly, which we, we yeah. get, we understand. But also AEW has trained its viewers to want a certain standard. And I think we can all agree, not just here, but in general over the last however many months, it's probably not been where it needs to be. And it's just frustrating because I think it's this is quite early on for this to be happening. Like, you know, and you, you don't want to see this go wrong, really, do you? You want to yeah. see it continue to be good and thrive. And I don't necessarily... The stock and the ratings, I'm, I, I think it's one of those things at the moment. I feel like after this pay-per-view, you'd hope they get back to the... Telling their stories that they want to tell, and I, like I say, I don't want to rag on it too much. I think it's the politics, which is yeah. why. But it just feels like it could have been easier. UFC does this all the time. You just pick the card based on what you think is going to be good matches. Make out everybody that styles make fights, so you pick these two or whatever, and then you go from there. It didn't have to be the way it is. I don't think. No, exactly. Uh, who who leaves as New Japan World Champ for you, Phil? JY. I don't see. I don't see New Japan turning it on an AEW show. They've only just put it on him. It wouldn't make sense, I don't think. I'd go with Jay White pins Adam Cole is my guess. I would, ooh, interesting. I'm actually going to just put me now and go back back to Wakada only because I think if I'm doing I think I would like to see the matches. Like if there's someone in that match who says I came close and Okada ended up winning it, like if it's uh, Hangman Page or Cole, preferably Hangman Page, but like that could lead to another match down the line, that kind of thing. I just That's something I'd like to see. So maybe Okada for me. Maybe Hangman Page. I, I can't call it, to be perfectly honest. Just I think gives him something to do, whether it be on AW Telly or you know heading over to New Japan, because 
he's not going to be in the title picture eventually when CM Punk comes back, is he? And yeah, you don't really want to put him against Moxley. You've just put him against someone who's a big fan favourite before. That would be fascinating to see in terms of just Tony Khan going, look, we don't have, well, it's crowded. Go to New Japan. Like, do a bit, do, if, if, if he's happy to do that, that would, I don't think that's going to happen because he's paying the wages, but yeah. I think, do a run would, to Wrestle Kingdom and then come yeah, back or whatever. Exactly, man. Why not? That, that's something, see, that would change. They talked about change in the industry, Jensen. Yeah. I think that's the kind of thing yeah. I would like to see. Yeah. I know there's logistics involved, but I just think that's something they could do to change the game. Phil alluded to the politics there, and that sort of helps you in terms of like going, right, well, this team's probably got to win because you know maybe New Japan wants to protect them or whatever. Like Orange Cassidy, as much as I tried to argue it the other day with the boys, <laughs> is not winning the US uh, IWGP US title from, from Will Ospreay. But there are a lot of unpredictable matches, as I say there, like... There is an argument to be made that Miro does not win the All-Atlantic title. It's Malachi Black, for example. Or, um, you, you know, the, the, I mean, FTR seems a fairly straightforward win all the tag titles, but... And obviously, Tanahashi is going to be the AEW champion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but in terms of the, the women's match, I really can't call that. Thunder Rosa is, is, been, is champ, has been champ for a while, but not been champ for so long that you're like, you've got to get the belt off her. But then also, we've seen with, with other people that you bring them in, and if you don't, Given the title win, they may kind of lose their way. Could that could be the case for Tony Storm? How do you see Thunder Rosa Tony Storm going? It's a tough one because you've heard you've heard whispers of other things going on around uh, Thunder Rosa. Obviously, I won't speculate further. But just in terms of a general unsettled nature, between I mean, we mm. we put it, you may as well yeah, speculate well, as okay. much as you want. <laughs> I haven't been here, man. I don't know what was what's been said and what hasn't. There's talk in the office and there's talk on the screen. <laughs> but yeah, I guess if we're diving in, then I guess it seems that there's a bit of a. a Lack of harmony there, it seems to me. And yeah. I think Tony Storm, for a guy, I, I always found it difficult because WWE didn't made her do things that weren't like the best way to portray her. Like, she's still not the best promo, but she's getting better. I think she's definitely massively improved since she was in WWE. Even that short spe- like, space of time, she's improving. And that's to me, I don't know, it's just, she feels like she's new, she feels fresh. She's clearly got a pretty decent following. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. like, we can all agree with that. And it's, <laughs> to, to me, it, fe- it feels quick. Thunder Rosa, but then that doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. So, I don't know. I think Storm losing might not be great, but I feel like maybe she does lose because I because I don't really currently have a super faith in the book and don't all shout at me in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of with you. I think Thunder Rosa is going to win this one. I'm quietly looking forward to this match. Yeah. Though. Like, it's the only one that isn't a forbidden door and it's the only women's match on the card and with like how we know Thunder Rosa feels like she's perceived at least within AEW. Mm-hmm. She's got a little bit of a chip on her shoulder. And Tony Storm also probably has a little bit of a chip on her shoulder from the WWE thing. And she's not had amazing matches yet in AEW. Like she's had good matches, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like nothing like hugely stand out. Well, one where you come away like Brit yeah. Baker, Thunder Rosa, thinking, holy crap, that was amazing. The, f- yeah. the first one, like that's unbelievable. Let's more of yeah. this, please. So, so long as it's not in a death slot on the card, which I also worry about, it's let's face it. Gonna be, isn't it man? Mm-hmm. I've got a feeling they might go in there and try and have an absolute banger, like with whatever time they have. And I do see Thunder Rosa coming out of it, but I really, like if anyone can elevate both people in a match, it's probably Thunder Rosa, let's face it. Super boring take this, but I feel like we have to say it. Uh, everybody in the whole world has said this. How is the only one women's match on this card, man? I know, I know, I know yeah. there's a lot of stuff to get on the card. I get it, I get it. Wrestling's a difficult business to book. <laughs> I understand, whatever your excuses are. 
How are we still doing this dance, man? I don't get how we're still doing it. I think mm. I just got a stardom person or something. Yeah, so like. Maybe just they brought in and, you know, Mackie... Uh, Even if it's just a big multi-woman match or something where you just kind of just go, let's have fun, four people out there, whatever. Like. Yeah, or, yeah, the n- number one contenders match. Could yeah. be anyone. It could be from people from AEW, from stardom, like you say. Why not just have another high-profile women's singles match? Like, yeah, I'm not... Jay Cargill's not on the card. Jay You've got another women's Jay- t- title. Not on the card. I, I get it. Not everybody can get on this card because it is a difficult one to book. Yeah. This. But come on, man! Like <laughs> Jay Cargill, you telling me there's not enough star power there with Jay Cargill? What? What's the? What's? Why is she not on this card? I also like the idea of I just it just appeared in my head of Jay Cargill. Like everyone's trying to go up against Jay Cargill and just be a better wrestler than her and look at her physically. You're yeah. not going to outmatch her, and maybe the only person who probably can is someone like Chris Statlander, who you're working your way towards. In the interim, the wow card of. Makiito and Jay Cargill being like, I don't really know what's going on here. That could throw off again. Like you say, you just got the prospect of something different. Yeah, but love like Makiito. Like even if it's just Jay Cargill and the baddies versus three uh, Joshi yeah. g- girls or something like anything. So, uh, <laughs> something you've been building, which yeah. doesn't seem out of place. Yeah. yeah, fine. Let's do that. Just anything. I just, I, I get it. Everyone's going, eh, boring, boring takes it. But it has to be said because yeah. it's, it's true. How is yeah. it still a thing? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm bored of talking about it. Don't take this the wrong way. Okay. I don't care who wins the women's match okay. as long as they get featured on the Dynamite afterwards. I know it's blood and guts. Yeah. This is true, yeah. But at least maybe just mention them. <laughs> yeah. Just sure. say, by the way, this happened, by the way. So and so's got some women too. Yeah. Um, Phil, you were talking earlier about dream matches, and there is one match on this card that. I don't know really know how to put this. Would Renee Paquet, can you can you kind of sum it up? Oh my god. Yeah. Would make you say something like that. Thanks for listening yeah. to the podcast, Renee, as always. Um and that is Oh, John Moxley. Absolute worker. Versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, AW interim championship. Obviously the winner eventually fighting CM Punk, although who knows when that's gonna be. Again, as as uh, Nicholas alluded to, it feels like an open and shut case of of it being John Moxley, but as with a like Riddle, we talked about this. As with Riddle and, and Roman last week, I guarantee there'll be a moment watching that match that you go, "Oh, I guess Tanahashi's staying in America, and yeah. they're going to do the G. I don't know what's going on with with all that sort of thing." Yeah, they are both way too good for you to not bite at some yeah. point during this match, but it it can't be Tanahashi, can it? Surely, no. Come on. The thing is, though, we all watched a different, very, very different kind of match, but we yeah. all watched John Moxley against Minoru Suzuki which was absolutely banging. It yeah. was great. As were most of Suzuki's matches that he's done on AEW television. <laughs> I didn't need I didn't need the disbelief that Suzuki was going to win at all because it was just a yeah. good match. I don't care. So I think that's what we're aiming for with this one. Mm-hmm. It, like, it, you know, some of them are very predictable. Yes, that's fine. But if the match is super good, we're not going to care, are we? Yeah. These two have got it in the locker, man. I don't think I'm going to be disappointed. And I'd love to see Moxley having the title again. What a nice, like, feel-good moment that is for him after everything he's been through, I don't know. And then it gives him another chip on his shoulder because he's going to carry this company while, what, just waiting for the golden boy to get, to get himself back in shape? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Listen, I'm not still upset that Hangman Pierce lost his belt of punk. Like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not upset. I don't know why are you looking at me like I'm not upset. I'm not even, not even bothered. Stupid. Anybody want fajitas? <laughs> I am fine. I am fine. I'm absolutely fine. You're going Moxley, though. Yes, Moxley. <clears throat> I do think a belt has to swap between companies at some point yes. on this show, just yeah. for fun value. Yeah. And the, but I think that'll be the FTR one. I think that'll probably be the only one. Which, and it makes sense. And if it's not FTR, what the hell are they doing? Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> could, you have, could you make a case, uh, Willborn? 
uh, you've tried to make a case. Yeah. Could you make a case for Cassidy somehow stealing a one and then Osprey could win the belt back immediately if you wanted to and just even on dynamite or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Well, they need ratings. So. Oh, okay. hello. Sorry to interrupt, boys. Oh, oh is there a breaking oh, news? Hello. Hello. Clearing. news for you. Uh, what culture live clash at the castle has, as of right now, officially sold out? Yay! <laughs> Wait, what time did they go on sale? Four hours. Less than four hours. That Less than four hours. Uh, Suck four it, minutes. AEW. Some exclusive news for anyone listening. Uh, if you missed out on a ticket due to the unprecedented demand we've seen today, like genuinely we did not think these would sell out no, before, nope. never mind in four hours. <laughs> not uh, a clue. I'll speak to the venue on Monday and see if I can upgrade the size yes. of the room and we'll put some additional ones on sale. It's going to make the building bigger <laughs> just for you. That is fantastic news. Over to Renee Paquette for an immediate reaction to this. Oh, my God. Thanks, Renee. <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, you could, again, like with the, the Moxie Tanahashi match, there will be a moment where Osprey's doing his Osprey stuff. Yeah. We know how great he is at all that. And he's going to get clipped with an orange punch because he's taking this lazy dude too seriously. And you're going to go, oh, I guess they're going to have a slacker as US title holder in New Japan it's or whatever. Like on Dynamite when he sold with the stunner. Like what's the, I can't remember what he calls them. Uh, yeah, the little stunner. Stun, yeah, stun dog millionaire. Yeah, or whatever. Oh, yes. The, uh, the way he, like Osprey sold that. that, like he's he's got his working boots on. Let's yeah. Say. Like he's ready to have a bit of fun with this. Like th- there's some things that I will maybe not bite on. No offense, Clark Connors. <laughs> no, hang hey, on. You a never know. If anyone's got a goddamn opportunity to show the world what they can do, it's Clark I, Connors. I'm right really now. happy for him. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be the inaugural elite, all elite, no. uh, all Atlantic champion. But um, wild card, bitches. Well, I tell you what, I would like. I don't know anything about. I will admittedly say I don't know anything about Clark Connors. Yeah, me neither. And me I've neither. seen <laughs> them. I've seen the man has had a lot of hate today, today for not yeah, needless being, for, for not, not being Tommy Hiroshi, which yeah. I think is weird. <laughs> um, not his fault. I just hope he. Makes all of you naysayers eat your words. And if he doesn't, yeah. well, we'll murder him on a pod. Well, <laughs> that's his own fault. If, we'll, he, if we'll, he doesn't, he's in there with Malachi back, Pac, and Miro. It's his yeah, fault if exactly. he's not going to shine. If you're not going to make this work, it's all on you. If they we'll... can't make you shine, then you probably shouldn't be. We're either going to be strapping you to the moon, Clark Connors, on the next Russell culture, <laughs> or we're going to be burying you in the ground. No pressure, Clark. No pressure. <laughs> Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal 
personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com wrestling. Rocketmoney.com wrestling. Um, one final question before we move on to today's hashtag really good quiz, Phil. Um, nice, easy one for you. Can you make a showing up on this show? <laughs> no, sorry. It's, no. Or. 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 <laughs> you can't tell me you're not intrigued by if O'Connor just wins. You're saying back. he's going to be up against Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian's picked him. That's the one. <laughs> Phil, don't, don't do this to people. <laughs> I think, though, I love the idea of him being there at the end. New Japan are great at that, like closing on an amazing big moment. AEW are good at it as well. But yeah. That's where I always remember it coming from. Kenny just stand there face to face with Okada at the end of that match. Like, I know it's early, I know it doesn't really make any sense. But <laughs> why not, man? Why not? Give me what I want. <laughs> the, the beauty of it, I suppose, especially because it's not him coming back to say confront Moxley in the main event, I assume it's the main event, um, is arguably you can do that. And you don't have to be like, and next week they're going to wrestle. Yeah. Like, the beauty of it is, I know I'm rushing Omega back and I'm going, I'm completely hypocrite because I've sat here and said, don't bring him back until he's 100% (laughs) or nearer to 100% that he's not got vertigo and arms hanging off. And we saw that laundry list of injuries he'd been working through. And I do not want him to be rushed back just because it's the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. But, I mean, if you put the title on a carder, and there's only one logical place to go, really. And, I mean, you talk about it, you baby. <laughs> That's going to get it. And also, yeah, we need to add in the fact that, yeah, that Tony Khan is an excitable little child. He is a very cool like, Oh, why don't I just do this thing? He's, he's He'll a, probably he, be ready for he, all he, out. We could just wheel exactly, him out there. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah, wheel him out there. Just be like, hey, <laughs> yes. let's see what happens. No, but how good is that? Well, they just have to have a look. You can acknowledge that they know each other and be like, when I'm ready, um, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't even have to follow it up on Dynamite at all. You don't all. have to do you, anything with it. It can just be the opening of a video package that happens at All Out or what's the revolution or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can just be something, and I know people don't get like like it all the time, but it can just be something. It doesn't have to actually go anywhere, but you plant some seeds yeah. and you use them if you want to use them. That's it. Got a horrible feeling now. As we, we talked about this on the, the preview yesterday. We're booking this and we're like, tell me there's a chance or something. And uh, <clears throat> and you say, like, at the end of the match, Okada's holding up the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, right? And Kenny Omega's music hits, and he comes out and there's a stare down at you. But then I remember, that's not the end of the pay-per-view. <laughs> you well, still yeah, got the Moxley well, that's match. What I mean. If it's not the end of the pay-per-view, that should not happen. So, <laughs> but also <laughs> my concern is... is <laughs> no, it'll be, here comes Kenny Omega. Hey, well yeah. done, Okada. Uh-huh. And then Thunder Rosa. No, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Just start. No, no, there we go. <laughs> All right, calm down, everyone. Calm down. Yeah, anyway, God. here's for the AW World Women's World Title. Oh, why, why, are you, why are you right about this? Oh. God damn it! Don't do that, that, Tony. Don't do it, Tony. Quick word on dudes with attitudes wrestling on this show as well. <laughs> I can't let this pass by without the fact that we've got Darby Allen, Sting, and Lij Takahashi and Bloody Shingo. This match is going to be a banger. It's oh. going to be mental. And you know, on the other side of like that list's mad enough. Darby Allen, Sting, Shingo, Takahashi. That's one side of the ring. <laughs> the other side, Hikaleo, El Fantasmo. Oh, and the Young Bugs. You've got yeah. 
Sting, who's goddamn Sting. Yeah. You've got Darby mm-hmm. Allen, who likes to kill himself in the name of entertainment. You've got Takahashi, who likes to kill himself in the name of entertainment. You've got Shingo Takagi, who likes to kill people in the name of entertainment. <laughs> You've got the Young Bucks, who you seen the pattern, pretty yeah. much like to kill each other <laughs> yeah. in the name of entertainment. Wait a second. <laughs> young Bucks, who like to kill the business. <laughs> <laughs> You've got oh. Alfred Tasbo, who likes to kill his face by jumping off benches just right before <laughs> WCPW shows. And you've got Hikaleo. It's still not over it. <laughs> still not, still over, not it. over it. <laughs> it's so great thing someone says to you, like, I wish they'd stop banging on about all these WCW <laughs> guys. It's like, uh, it's like, oh, I used to be good at uh, in high school at football. I was like, yeah, it's bloody, uh, I'm sorry for banging on about it. It's bloody cool. It is that very It's cool. not just like, you know, that we brought in legends that were, you know, no longer yeah. associated with WWE. But we made the future. Exactly. All of your favorite wrestlers now probably came through WCW. <laughs> and it's thanks to <laughs> us. We <laughs> on AEW. Cody wouldn't be the guy yeah. that he is. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Who gave him the platform? <laughs> Pete Dunne had two matches and lost them both. <laughs> well, maybe we were right. Yeah. <laughs> MJF, would, MJF wouldn't be the heel he is today <laughs> if he didn't lose to Benji. Yeah, you know, a ladder. Was it a ladder match he was in? Yeah, a yeah, ladder match. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> an interesting booking decision. Oh, I can't, can't, be, can't believe we invented wrestling. I mean, <laughs> I know. How do we invent wrestling? We made so many stars. It was ridiculous those days, though, wasn't it? But yes, uh, let us know your <laughs> thoughts, your predictions, uh, your hopes, your dreams for Forbidden Door on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, and as I said, uh, make sure you join us on Sunday on our YouTube channel, myself and Hamlet. And don't worry, I've bought some more jelly. Uh, are going to be doing <laughs> the live The stand. gigantic pack of jellies on your desk. You are ready. <laughs> I'm ready for a four-hour show, baby. The Shit, audience man. is not ready for your jelly. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he's not going to hear this, so I can say this to you with the viewers. Uh, viewers, the listeners in my Yeah. Um, you got jelly, right? And Andy Murray's not back yet. And I know he's got assorted things on his desk, right? We've all seen The Office. Right? <laughs> all I'm saying is, like... If I don't see something of Andy Murray's that's not important, by the way, just something yeah. small, like a stapler. <laughs> but if there's something of his that isn't in jelly on his desk on Monday morning, I feel like you might have failed. Yeah. We, we, as, a, as a gimmick man, we, I feel like you failed. We, you were not ready for this jelly. We were saying in the office earlier, weren't we, like he's had this, this lovely two-week vacation uh, over in, in Florida, you know, amazing weather. I've hanging out t- with gators. Yeah, yeah. Hanging, out with, hanging out with alligators. And it's it's that uh, like crushing reality of like oh well back to normality but you're still holding on to like oh, I've still got holiday vibes I got holiday vibes he's coming back in it's the day after a pay per view it's going to be carnage anyway and his chill right I've got at least I don't know, go I'm coming back on Friday I've got a, like effectively a long weekend to get yeah. myself you and know then, sleep pans we all know get completely yeah. buggered and especially I'm back in the office at half seven in the morning yeah. <laughs> and the train situation today because of a truck falling over or whatever. <laughs> Nothing to do with the strikes. We're just in solidarity with them. 100%. 100%. But <laughs> he's gone back. Right, okay, just make the short journey from, where is it, I think Glasgow to Glasgow to Newcastle via Edinburgh and Carlisle. <laughs> and then he comes in, he's like, oh, well, at least I'm just back to the back to the old grind. Why is my entire desk covered in jelly? Why is <laughs> Presses my his keys and jelly squidges out from underneath <laughs> my, my keyboard. made of jelly? I will say this. This might sound, it's, this is an SOS, actually. Andy Murray, you need to come back because Adam Wilborn has created a monster in Phil Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> there, are now, there are now, it's not just king of the mic anymore. <laughs> there are now kings. Plural. Plural. They've done it together. 
I never thought I'd see the day where someone actually also joined you on the minimum of Mike, and here we are. <laughs> here we are. I've been Wilburnized. You've been Wilburnized. <laughs> I just, you see what I did? We're going to have to take him away now and de-radicalise him. <laughs> you I hope you're happy. Well, I did, see what I did to him yesterday? I was just like, come on, Phil, just have a taste. Yeah, well, that's all. <laughs> and I have to say, I did think you were... We both agreed, Phil and I, that you <laughs> missed the board because you should have kicked him in the in the mic. <laughs> oh no! You should have had the revenge for the way he kicked you in the mic. Nah, People who don't like, watch the news going, "What on earth? <laughs> are these idiots?" The law of the law of the news. It's just like a drug dealer. You can have the first one for free, yep. but he'll be back. <laughs> like he knew. I watched it light up in his eyes. The power of the mic. <laughs> Oh, well, he has to survive Monday that Andy's tweeted he's going to bring a knife in and stab <laughs> it. So, you know, there we go. Uh, but yeah, join us for the Forbidden Door live stream anyway on Sunday night and all the fallout from it on our YouTube channel. But enough of all that. It's now time for a bloody good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Bill GB. <laughs> If you want your name associated with the hashtag bloody good quiz, we need to do subscribe to What Culture Wrestling and leave us a five star review on iTunes. Or a one-star review, like Bill GB's written. <laughs> Just written, utter cack. <laughs> if you like the bloody good quiz, maybe you can balance it out and say, it's not, it's not a cack. Utter cack. I don't know the phrase cack for ages. Incredible. Uh, so you know what? Bollocks to you. Uh, this week's quiz is brought to you by Wes, because he's written it. Hey. Uh, as I said, very busy. I'm a very important man now. Um, <laughs> I should have just organised my week better. I'd like everyone to know that as he says these words, he's, he's got a pair of sweat shorts on. <laughs> and he's got, he's barefoot. And I think, I, I, you might think I was yeah, making holiday, this up. Holiday you, Terry's you involved in it. I'm making this up. <laughs> but the quote-unquote busy man of what culture <laughs> is sitting here in his shorts with no shoes on. On holiday, basically. <laughs> Andy Murray's, God bless him, is travelling down the worst route home, and you are actually on holiday somehow. If the, uh, if the podcast goes off, I've because I've plugged my foot spa oh, in. That's yeah. right. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to Wes for writing this brilliant uh, cross-promotional hashtag, a bloody good quiz, hey. considering what weekend it is. Um, that's good, because I was going to write a quiz all the about wrestling door. doors. Oh, hey. Oh, do it again. I don't think you heard you. Sorry. For quiz and Hey, there we go. <laughs> That's like the old uh, things I used to put on the website when it's like, don't do puns. No one likes puns. I was like, cool. What about hell in a quiz? <laughs> do you want quiz in a cell? No, no, no. No, no, I'm good. Uh, so usual rules apply. Ten questions. Hell quiz a cell. <laughs> Elimination. Quizma. What? <clears throat> oh, why do people listen to this? I, I think no I've got it. I think clue. I've got it. Wait a second. I've got it. Come on. Great balls of quiz. <laughs> Not quite great quizzes of quiz. No, no, no. Smashed it. I love, it. I love the idea of someone either starting to yeah. listen to this podcast, either they start with a wrestle culture and yeah. then they go to a review and oh it's like God. really in-depth, like good analysis. Or they start with the in-depth good analysis and they're like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm up for another more one of this. Yeah, more of that the was good. Wrestle culture. What? <laughs> it should have like a little sign on it next to it that says like, not serious. Viewer <laughs> like, discretion advice. Like fiction. <laughs> what is it, what is it, what is it <laughs> saying? Non-fiction. TV, like, yeah, this is not canon. Yeah, not canon. This is... Uh, <laughs> This well, is out of the realm. We of should just promote. If, you, if this is the first time listening to this, like you've picked the wrong one. If you really, <laughs> if you really like wrestling analysis, go and listen to the other one. <laughs> there are <laughs> other good podcasts. Adam Wilborn, Michael Hamflet, Michael Sidgwick, the best. I don't change. They do <laughs> un, an unbiased take. The literal best uh, analysis of WWE of AEW are going to get anywhere. Yeah. Just if you come here, you're going to have a much better time. <laughs> like it's fun. It's Friday. Have a laugh. That's what we do. The rest oh, of them, yeah. they are the best. Are the very best. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so I want this in. So, like, before you start this, I can very much see your screen, by the way. Yeah. 
Oh, ah, this <laughs> green. Ah, I see. So Phil's got three questions yeah. in the bag already. How many go? Nailed it. <laughs> Honesty, I like that. Honest Abe in the corner. There. Could have had the whole thing wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, <there's> mm. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't be yeah. Right, uh, ten questions, multiple choice, shout your name, wait for me to come to you, and most of all, remember, it's just for fun. Well, hey. Good luck, Phil. Good luck. I hope we win. <laughs> I hope we I win, hope we win. Uh, Question number one. At Bound for Glory 2016, in a classic TNA moment, Cody Rhodes debuted with his wife, Brandy, ousting the miracle Mike Bennett, who claimed to be shutting the show down. But what wrestling move did Cody use against him? Was it the crossroads, the springboard cutter, the disaster kick, or a lariat over the top rope? Phil, why not? I'm going to go with the disaster kick, because it seems like that feels era like a good of shout. Feels like a good shout. Yay! It was indeed the disaster kick. Was that when he had to be Cody and Brandy Rhodes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For like, legal reasons. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. You're it. not allowed your own name. Yeah. <laughs> it's preposterous, it's isn't it? It was a good work around that, though. Cody yeah, and Brandy Rhodes. They were selling, yeah. they were selling yeah. merch as that yeah. as well. That's good. Well, didn't they do that with... with uh, Billy Gunn in uh, in AEW. They were like, Billy and the Gunn guys oh. or whatever. <laughs> the Gunn guys. <laughs> Billy and the Gunn guys. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. At uh, TNA Genesis 2010 in oh, a moment. come on. <laughs> Stop this. What is this? <laughs> Do you even know your audience? <laughs> Hey, Phil, I'll see you at question five, buddy. You give me a shout when we're halfway, and I'll try and bring it back. In a moment, self-described for the VHS, DVD, Blu-rays, and yes, freaking YouTube, Mr. Anderson. Anderson debuted as whose mystery opponent? So A, Sammy Callahan. B, Abyss. C, J. Lethal, or D, Kurt Angle? Nicholas. <laughs> I don't know is the actual okay. answer. Kurt Angle. Ooh. No, dear, that's wrong. What were the others? Sammy Callahan, Abyss, or J. Lethal? Was Sammy in TNA in 2010? Ooh, uh, what, was he, what was his name in NXT? He was the... He was the hacker guy, wasn't yeah. he? Um, Solomon Crow. Hacky O'Hulahan. <laughs> <laughs> You keep this up, you could be the leader of retribution. <laughs> uh, what were the others? Abyss and Jay Lethal. I'll go with Jay Lethal. Jay Why Lethal not? Sounds like a good show. No, dear, that's oh, wrong. It was Abyss, yeah. Oh. Um, in August 2019, in TNA, yep. The <laughs> oh, then, come on. The then longest reigning knockouts champion, Taya Valkyrie, was interrupted by who? Was it Tennille Dashwood, ooh, Mia ooh, Yim, ooh. Mickey James? Or Sarah Green. What year was this? 2019. Oh, 2019. Okay. What were the options? What was, what was the question? <laughs> I'm just going to say 2019. What were the options? Daniel Dashwood, <laughs> me, you, Mickey James, Sarah Green. Uh, sorry, Daniel Dashwood. Yeah, that's who I would have gone with. Why not? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Nailed it. Formerly known as Emma, of course. I'm done now. I'm done. <laughs> Emmalina as well, let's not forget. Yes. Of course. Credit where it's due. <laughs> I get you. Uh, okay, one each. Question four, not TNA related. Well, um, (laughs) no, it's not. Uh, On an episode of Who Wants to Be a Kayfabe Millionaire, Flippin' Marks was upset when Adam Wilborn requested to phone a friend to answer a question. (laughs) 
But who was that person? Phil! Oh, you know this. He was literally <laughs> in the room this. recording. I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> also, there's a story to come in a second. Yeah. Could it be Sammy Callahan? Yeah. There we go. Should we tell the story? Yeah, why not? So, <laughs> make it happen. A little bit of trickery. Yeah. Hang on, really. it was Sammy Behind Callahan. Behind the scenes. It was actually Sammy. It Callahan. wasn't just someone doing a Sammy Callahan no, voice. It was one hundred percent Sammy. But Callahan. you can't really gimmick it that he's going to be re- there and ready and waiting to to answer the phone yeah. for us. So a little bit of movie magic. Yeah. A little bit of movie magic. I had to <laughs> ring someone and show that they'd answered the phone. I saw a dinosaur flying an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> so I changed Phil Chambers' name in my phone to yeah. Sammy Callahan, and forgot to change it back because <laughs> it always would pop me when Phil would message me, and I'd be like. Sammy Gallant saying, what are you doing for lunch today? Yeah. And I can guarantee you, he never, ever learned from me this lesson. It just kept happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over and over. Why Sa- Sammy Gallant? But I did eventually change it back and then was really confused when you were doing it, weren't you? You doing Who Wants to Be a Kayfabe Millionaire yes. with, with, with flipping marks. And um, <laughs> I got a phone call, but I was driving home from work, I think. And I can't remember whether it said... It, like, not fully updated on my car thing or whatever. So it either said Sammy Callahan still, and I thought, is this the real Sammy Callahan calling me? <laughs> or it said something along the lines of either Phil Callahan <laughs> or Sammy Chambers. <laughs> so on the, the it wants to be a KB million thing, if I go, hello, like a scared old woman answering her it's phone. It's like a complete stranger ringing yeah. you. It's like, yeah. like, it's, like you, it's me, like Phil. Like once I was like, we oh, leave okay, this place, yeah. we're just not friends and don't talk to each other. Yeah. Why the hell are you ringing yeah. It was a question about wrestling in, in custard or yes. gravy or something along those lines. I think I got it right as well. You did, yeah. Important research that I clearly yeah. do as part of my job. Anyway, two ones and Phil. Talking about that algorithm again. Anyway. Okay, good news. Yeah, so anybody keeping up with the quiz, it's two ones and Phil, and Willborn also did really well in a different quiz somewhere. Yeah, so <laughs> Phil as well. You're in third yeah. place, right? Yeah, yeah okay, good. Uh, I'm having a great time. I'm True glad, or false? Glad to be here, guys. Glad True or false? <laughs> uh, if you get it wrong, the point will go to you, Brandon, of course. Of course. It's not... But it isn't, it isn't TNA related. Oh, just okay. get on with it, will <laughs> Though she was allowed to arrive with the Impact Knockouts Championship, Mickey James was unfortunately forced to play her regular WWE entrance music at the Royal Rumble 2022. Is that true or is it false? Interesting. Nicholas, I'm going to say... Hardcore country! I'm going to say... Now, you see, now you've done that. <laughs> um... No, no, let's be optimistic. I'm going to give you this point in an attempt to put some positivity out there because maybe, just maybe, she was allowed to use it. So I'm going to say false. Yay! What did she come out to, Phil? Hardcore country! Yeah. And also, that was a really weirdly big moment, that. Why was it yeah. felt huge seeing that belt on WWE TV? It was weird. Yep. Never just again. Never like this. <laughs> one and done. Yeah. And now you're in a bin bag. <laughs> that's your forbidden door that's now. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like to talk about that rumble, do you? <laughs> no. Oh, your favourite. to do this to Molly Holly. Who, well, Molly. who was it who did it? Nikki Goddamn. Yeah, <laughs> <course. laughs> I do. I, I, like, I had to get it. I had to get out of him. I always have to check whether or not we can swear on streams because yeah. uh, just you know you're so used to Depends. trying to behave yourself. <laughs> That's a fairly definitive answer came from Phil on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would like to point out as well. Phil was a, like a starch defender of Nicky Cross as well. <laughs> the like the new gimmick and everything. That's like, it. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Nicky. Oh God! I defended you. Uh, halfway two each. Hey. Question hey. six. 
in NXT. Ooh. Which TNA star? <laughs> <laughs> no, 2.0. No, I'll go on. In NXT, prior to his debut, Kevin Owens had a promotional video package where he mentioned all the wrestlers he knew prior to their WWE career and how they were all picked first. But which of these was not in the list of wrestlers mentioned? Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, Adrian Neville, or Seth Rollins? One of them wasn't mentioned by KO as part of his promotional video package. Do you remember KO arriving in NXT? That feels like your era. I, oh, I remember it very yeah, well. Remember it. Very, very well. Nicholas. But, hang on. Because you wouldn't... Because it wasn't... F- yeah. There's a logic, lo- yep. logic gap, yeah. I tell you what, I'm, can I just retract? I'm going to retract myself from this and Phil can have it. You've said it now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just, I've, got, I've no idea what the answer is. It's whatever's written down here. I'm going to say Adrian Neville is what I'm going to say. No, dear, that's oh, well, wrong. I'm just go on. Yourself then, will I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find out what the real answer yeah. is. Cool. Um, so, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. I think I know where you're coming from with this. Yeah. Point. Go with Sami Zayn. No, dear, uh, that's wrong. Finn Balor. Oh, Finn Balor. I know. Yeah. So, we, what is it? Because that's his WWE name, or what was the what was the confusion there? I'm just not going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with that forever. Okay. How do you like them apples, eh? You've lost control, Quizmaster. <laughs> you don't have it anymore. Well, it's what you do when you annoy me. Here we go. <laughs> In On the 22nd of July, 2021 episode of Impact. There you go. The Forbidden Door was truly blown open. Hey, you were probably, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, we might have been doing, doing ups and downs. Yeah, first, you so might I might have actually watched it. The Forbidden Door was truly blown open when New Japan's Jay White confronted Impact's Good Brothers and the AW champion Kenny Omega in one of few televised moments of top three promotions Merged together. True or false? True. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I told you you could do this. Like, is this a trick question? <laughs> it's like, I'm sure that happened. <laughs> that is amazing. Jay White, good like, brother. No, actually, it was the day after. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly yeah. thought it was going to be a day thing. I was going to say, that's so pedantic. Don't do that. Uh, uh, that is 3-2 three, three, to Phil. Yes. I don't know. You're the quizmaster. No, I don't know. I, I really <laughs> should one over these years. Reading questions and counting. That's all, all you I need is a, is a post-it note. He's got the pen. I've like got the, the pen. I don't know why you've got a pen. You haven't <laughs> got anything else. This isn't my pen. It's not even my pen. It's Sidgwick's gimmick pen. It's Joe Malone's pen, I think. Okay. No, it's Sidgwick's gimmick pen. It has the little gem on the top. That's right. It does have a little gem on the top. Get out of here, pen. Other viewers at home, uh, listeners at home, he just threw the pen. <laughs> uh, okay. I look question. forward to you standing on that later in your bare feet. <laughs> ah! Ah! Welcome to our new Lego studio, Adam. <laughs> what? <laughs> question eight. Impact Wrestling's Hard to Kill 2021. Kenny Omega's match by Nicholas. <laughs> Kenny Omega's match against Moose, WCPW legend. Had an intro. <laughs> He's gone. Come back, question nine's about the rumble. <laughs> Kenny Omega's Magic Against Moose. Adam Nicholas had, has left the building. Uh, Kenny Omega's Magic Against Moose had an intro where Don Callis said a list of legendary wrestlers all pale in comparison, but which of these was not one of them? Ooh. Gotch, Hackenschmidt, Flair, or Steamboat? Either one he didn't mention. <sighs> Phil. Hackenschmidt. No, dear, that's wrong. Your options are Gotch, Flair, or Steamboat, Adam Nicholas. You may not have heard the question, but those are your <laughs> options. Steamboat. Yeah! 
<laughs> what a strategy. Leave the room for the question, Paul. Psyched him out there. Psyched him out. <laughs> Two questions to go. Three each, I believe. Ooh. I don't know. I've lost don't my pen. <laughs> Just know. <laughs> question nine. AJ Styles debuted in WWE at the Royal Rumble 2016. You remember? And they showed Roman Reigns' face for no reason. Uh. Uh, but on WWE's official YouTube channel, love that, Wes, love the specificity there. On WWE's official YouTube channel, the video of AJ's entrance has his intro mm. music begin at the eight-second mark. How many seconds does it take for the audience to baby? Is it one second, three seconds, five seconds, or seven seconds? Everyone doing Here, what are you the, doing the there? sound? Nicholas, five seconds. No, dear, that's wrong. Next one. Next one out. Seven. Seven, seven seconds. Seven. Dun, dun, dun. I'm sorry. <laughs> go on, keep going. I was enjoying <laughs> this. You're what? No, you're very. Bill's got his own soundboard. Yay! Seven seconds. Uh, eight seconds to 15 seconds of the video. Uh, but now they've had to do the one where they've changed it, haven't they? Where they're like. You remember this 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 angle that we've literally never ever shown of the rumble <laughs> from like the back of yeah. the arena where you can also see the ring and the entrance <laughs> ramp. And I was like, that looks really good. You should probably use that more often yep. rather than just as a backup in <laughs> case you miss that. Or I don't know, Kevin Dunn, Edge's first yeah, spear. Edge's first spear after all those years yeah. back. Oh, we're sorry. What a not at all. Yeah, <laughs> not that it still hurts. <laughs> uh, okay, final question. Judgment day hurts, Phil. Not as much as Judgment Day hurts. <laughs> Final question. <laughs> At E3 2018, during the Street Fighter V exhibition team uh, match between the New Day and the Elite... Definitely watch that. Which <laughs> character... Which character did Kenny Omega use to finally defeat Austin Creed's Ibuki? Nicholas, I don't know this, right? But I'm just... It's a name that popped in my head. I could have waited for everything, but why do I that love this? One? No, I love the confidence. Blanca. Is it Blanca? Is that a character? <laughs> no. No, dear, that's wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that name just <laughs> ring a bell. Yeah. Don't know. Just popped in my head there. Go on. Uh, well, since we're just having things that popped into your head, uh, Riho popped into my head, and then I was like, wait, no, that's not a Street Fighter character. What that's you a mean? wrestler. But I mean, Ryu. Ryu, you so mean. I'll go with Ryu. No, Could dear, that's wrong. <laughs> Ryu was one of the options, hey. as well as Zangief. Zangief, yeah. Zangief, that's their thing. Big Russian Cody. Fan. Yeah. Cody's the character who Kenny was, like, that was an advert where Kenny was a character called, bloody hell, how many seasons, huh? Called <laughs> Cody. Ah. And ironically, the character also looked like Cody. Yeah, I was going to say, he actually has blonde hair. And the thing, it was really weird, yeah. And M. Bison. Mr. Oh, Bison. That's Bison. No. Actually, did he just pick Cody? You would just pick Cody, wouldn't you would have thought so. That'd be yeah, the game. Makes sense. Yeah, of course. I. Yeah. Was Cody? Hey, no, but fortune favors the bold. Phil. Indeed, <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> that was bold, Andy Murray, not bold. <laughs> Nothing favors not you, Andy Murray. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to you, well done, Phil, Phil Chambers, <laughs> winner of this week's bloody good quiz. <laughs> Let me know how you got on on the quiz at WhatCultureWWE on Twitter. Watch there. You can follow all three of us. You can follow Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers. Do, 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 do. Follow Nicholas. Do, 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 do. Ah, it's Adam Nicholas. Do, 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 do
Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Oh, it's been uh, a long week. Podcasts over the weekend talking about Daniel Bryan's replacement and what happens when Vince McMahon is gone from WWE Creative. And make sure you join myself and Michael Hamlet for the Forbidden Door live stream on Sunday night as well. But for now, it's been Wrestle Culture. My thanks to Phil Chambers. Thanks to Adam Nicholas. Thanks to Wes for the quiz. Thank to you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Wrestle Culture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.